This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by geeknewcentral.com. Apple launched the device and products. Amazon Music is launching podcasts. And if you have an AT&T phone, would you be interested in ads for a $5 discount? Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, September 18th, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss, along with... And I'm Scott Ertz. And this episode 71 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live at gncweekly.com forward slash live, as well as Facebook Live. So please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNCWIR channel on YouTube. If you missed the live video, that's okay. You can always catch the replay later. If you are a listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. If uh, you have a comment, be it on social media or email, and that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Um, before we get into the Apple, there's a plethora, plethora of tech news, Apple news, PS5 news, Microsoft news, a lot of stuff that's going on this week, but... The top story this week, and this is this broke um, early this morning or this afternoon, I believe, where and this and I'm not going to. I mean, we're going to preface this is not political. I'm by no means going to be political, but I have some really strong feelings about this. We'll get that in a second. So, and I'm sure Scott Scott does as well. So, so we're going to move things around a little bit on the on the rundown. So the. Uh, this is from uh, reported from uh, a lot of tech news sites and also geeknewscentral.com. So here's this, what's latest. The United States Department of Commerce announced a prohibition on transactions related to mobile apps, WeChat, and TikTok. This, done, this has been done in response to President Trump's executive orders that were signed on August 6, 2020. The action by the Department of Commerce describes the decision as one made, quote, to safeguard the national security of the United States. This is a small piece of the announcement from the Department of Commerce. Quote, while the threats posed by WeChat and TikTok are not identical, they are similar. Each collects vast swaths of data from users, including network activity, location data, and browsing and search history. Each is an active participant in China's civil, civil military fusion and is subject to mandatory cooperation with the intelligence services of the CCP. This combination results in the use of WeChat and TikTok are creating unacceptable risk for national security. As of September 20th, which is this, this coming Sunday morning at midnight, the following transactions are prohibited. Any uh, provision of service to distribute or maintain the WeChat or TikTok mobile applications, constitu constituent code or application updates through an online mobile application store in the U.S., any provision of services through the WeChat mobile application for the purpose of transferring funds or processing payments within the U.S. As of Sunday, WeChat, and as of November 12, 2020, for TikTok, the following transactions, <clears throat> excuse me, the following transactions are prohibited. Any provision of internet hosting services enabling the functioning or optimization of the mobile application in the U.S., any provision of content delivery network services enabling the functioning or or optimization optimization excuse me of the mobile application in the US 
any provision directly contracted or arranged internet transaction, internet transit or peering services enabling the function or optimization of the mobile application US, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, any utilization of the mobile applications, constituent code functions or services and the functioning of software or services developed and or accessible within the US. So here's my, my take, this is my opinion, and I know, if, and if Scott talk me down if I'm wrong, but I don't believe any government, I, be it what side of the, of the aisle it is, Republican, Democrat, whomever, no government should tell me what download, what app I should use or not. I, I can see regulation maybe, but if it's if you don't want the app, don't want the app, you want you lose your see your location or, or anything of that nature from one spectrum to the other. Don't use the app. Don't download it. What's the? I don't get why the why the government. And again, I'm not being political, and I please if there if I talk me down gncweekly.com slash connect. If there's something that that I'm not seeing, I, I don't get it. That's something I don't really. This is really like frustrating because when I saw this in the news, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So okay. So I am, and people who know me generally know that this is the case for me uh, mm. and i apologize i'm still trying to get all of my stuff comfortable here in the studio um it's okay. i will be making adjustments probably for weeks <laughs> during the show so i apologize um it's brand new studio no don't worry <laughs> i am generally opposed to government interference in business uh the only exception that i allow for that is uh national security stuff mm -hmm. um and if this is uh this is legitimately national security based um then i'm behind it there are certainly aspects of it that are concerns um that are publicly facing there are likely things behind the scenes that we do not know about um, that currently they're not allowed to disclose. I don't know what they might be, but mm -hmm. this is a really drastic move um, in, in a relationship that's already fragile. The U.S.-China relationship is fragile. This is a big move. Um, and so it seems like there would have to be something more behind it than what we know, because if there's not, it's bonkers. But, but if there is, then I'm generally okay with it. Um, you know, we know that we know, for example, that Huawei has had key loggers on devices. We know that Huawei has had um, special chipsets on, uh, in devices to uh, track communications and send them back to the Chinese government. So, you know, companies with strong relationships to the communist party of China have exhibited uh, espionage features before. Mm -hmm. So with that said, <laughs> Both TikTok and WeChat have strong relationships with the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. 
So there could legitimately be espionage aspects to these products. Am I aware of any? No. Was the fact that TikTok was constantly scanning the clipboard on your iPhone massively concerning? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Was that enough to get us where we are? No. But I do know that for uh, for almost two years, there has been uh, investigations into TikTok and Musical.ly before because uh, the Federal Trade Commission filed and won a like $165 million um, uh, suit against TikTok slash Musical.ly. Um, for the way it was handling data, particularly children's data. Mm-hmm. So there has been concerns about TikTok slash Musical.ly for years. This isn't mm-hmm. a new thing. Um, okay. But I do think that the clipboard thing um, pushed it over the edge. I think that was the the match that lit the powder keg. But I mm-hmm. think that powder keg has been filling up for years. So- but that goes back to as far as location data. Um, this that and so that goes back to the location data. If I'm if you're if you don't that if you feel that concerned about and we and and this podcast recommended we just that's why there's different things that you know in the um, do you need help with your tech segment? You know, ways to uh, turn off the location permission uh, excuse me permissions. F5 Live, um, you guys uh, talk about that extensively. Yeah, Geek News Central, you know, since I'm, you know, EP and I and and Todd recommend and I p- make sure that we get as much information as possible to protect yourself. <laughs> and and important. very important stuff. And that's why you know the goal of this podcast, Geek News Central, F5 Live on Tech Podcast Network, um, is to provide information, keep it entertaining, also, <laughs> but. But my whole thing is that again, it goes back to my my concern is that if it's all about if it's again, the government should not tell me. Again, I'm not being polit- political, please. If uh, you know, I'm not putting this on one blame on one political party or the other. So please, if folks don't put, if you read into that, I, then <laughs> I, honest to God, I think you're. You're going straight down the middle here. I think you're okay. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Thanks. That's why I want to make sure. But my whole thing is that I don't think that an app, a government should tell me what app I can or cannot use. I mean, you had the gov- you had the congressional hearings with Apple, uh, uh, Amazon, Facebook, Google in front of Congress about about what they do as far as their company is concerned, and they and some of these Congress these, these folks in Congress absolutely have no clue, have no clue how things work. Oh yeah, but, I mean, got- I was. We've got a guy who was afraid that if we sent more military to Guam, the island would tip over. Right. Thank you. Holy heck. Yeah. I mean, we do not-, not have the smartest people in there. There's mm-hmm. in an episode mm-hmm. of Parks and Rec, uh, uh, they were they were uh, coming to Ben to to run for the House of Representatives. He goes, I don't think I'm qualified. And she's like, I think you're overqualified. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, that goes back to, again, you know, I, like I use like a lot of apps I'm, and I'm, there's a plethora of people that use apps as well. I mean, TikTok, I mean, you know, a couple weeks ago uh, in the last, I know you were on it, but, you know, there was a guy that went into a Krispy Kreme, glazed a donut 25 times and it got like 
millions of views on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen TikTok videos and I think are hilarious. I really do. Sure. I don't, there's, there's a lot of comedy and stuff on there. It's it's the new Vine. Right. Exactly. But honestly, it's like it's I honestly don't believe if again, if if you want to use TikTok, that's great. You know, but I just don't think that a government a government should tell people that it's going to be banned. It's like that's that's crazy. That is, I don't get that. That's what I don't understand. Why there are all the things that are going on in this world, and it's a crazy time right now. I For mean, sure. plus a plethora of time. And I hope hope you guys hope you're safe in Florida because of the hurricane and everything. Um, you are fairly right. rained. We're fine. Okay, good. Okay, I'm glad because I was going to um, reach Tampa, out to you. Um, Tampa's always sure. fine. Good. We, okay. <laughs> we we always joke that the uh, that we're protected by all the hot air coming out of the St. Pete City Council. But I'm bummed. Good. Okay. Um, We've been but... joking about that since the '80s. <laughs> last last time we uh, we had a serious hurricane threat here was '84. We've okay. Good. I'm I'm glad I because I I that's what good. But in hindsight. You know, there's a lot of crazy things going on in this world. True, mm-hmm. I mean, crazy things going on in this world. Sure, but this is something that con- the Congress should be focused on. Other important things, national security. I I totally agree, one hundred percent. You know, more funding for schools, and you know, getting more uh, various other things that are that are more important in the, in this country than focusing on this app. That's just I, I'm sorry. That's just really dick. That's ridiculous. I mean, again, I'm it. What? And again, I am. I am almost always on the side of <laughs> government can back off. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That is my resting, resting heart rate. Is the government can go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is essentially a product. Maybe not owned, but certainly, certainly operated uh, closely through the Chinese government, mm-hmm. which has had cybersecurity attacks against us. Has mm-hmm. had all kinds. So, I mean, if they wanted to use phones as a botnet, TikTok and WeChat might be a way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's all kinds of possibilities on on things that we don't know might exist within this right. software or right. might have happened for all we know one of these cyber attack botnets from the from the chinese may have happened through one of these apps and they can't announce that okay okay you know, there there's a lot of possible issues here and mm-hmm. the issue in fairness on tiktok the issues did not start when it became a chinese product mm-hmm. right it was a it was a security and privacy disaster Right. When it was American, when it was musically, they were, they were spying on children, Mm -hmm. terrifying. They were, they were blatantly breaking the law. And then, then the Chinese government's like, yeah, that's something we want to get involved in. That's Mm -hmm. a red flag. (laughs) Yeah. So there are definitely red flags. I feel Avram keep has said a number of times. uh, Interestingly, somebody just sent me a link to a TikTok. <laughs> Honestly, Travis, if you're watching this, that is hysterical. Um, anyway, um, what? Yeah, 
So <laughs> there, there's all kinds of potential problems here um, mm. that we may not know about. Right. TikTok makes me uncomfortable anyway because mm-hmm. of their relationship with the Chinese government. Um, you know, when you're dealing with with data being controlled by a foreign entity, right? It's already weird, but when that entity is actively trying to sabotage <laughs> the U.S. economy and infrastructure, uh, it gets right. even more concerning. Which is why right. Huawei was was banned from our from our cellular infrastructure because right. they were actively trying to sabotage our infrastructure. Right. We- there was a ban uh, on Huawei phones and the government going all the way back to uh, o- uh, Obama's the beginning of Obama's second term. Mm. So almost eight years that that ban's been in place. We've known that they've been using consumer products as espionage products. So, you know, there might be things we don't know about if there's not. Right. And right. Avram, that's what I was going to say. Avram has said several times, um, if there is legitimate reason, release mm-hmm. it. It's time. Release right. it. Tell us why this is happening. Don't no vague, you know, CNN style, scary nonsense. Give right. us, <laughs> right. Give us right. facts. Give us information. This is why we had to do it. If right. you say that you'll get, you know, and it's legit. You'll get our buy-in, but you're mm-hmm. right. Right now, it's hard to give buy-in because it is all this this high-level, generic, mm-hmm. fear-monger type wording, right? That that I'm not a fan of, no matter who it's from, right? Um, but we do know that the executive branch is required to hold certain information back, and that might be involved here. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's something to definitely have to look into. And um, and I again, when I was working on the on the rundown, and I was I was like happy with a lot of news. I'm still happy, you know, with a lot of news. I got a lot of a lot of announcements, and we'll get that in um, shortly. But yeah, but when I saw this broke, I mean, it broke like literally like every media outlet from one media outlet to the other. Yeah, everybody from CNN and MSNBC to. To, to Fox News and Engadget. Mm-hmm. Everybody touched mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Because this is going to affect a lot of people. Um, yep. Not immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, the WeChat one, which was a surprise, uh, mm-hmm. not a surprise today, but a surprise in August. Um, the, the WeChat inclusion is what makes me think there's more that we don't know about. Right. Um, because that was a surprise. Everybody knew TikTok was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but WeChat was a surprise, which makes me think that there's there's more information that we're not aware of, possibly right. that it was involved in a botnet. Mm-hmm. But WeChat is the primary communication platform for the Chinese people. And uh, therefore, it's the primary communication platform for people who want to communicate with the Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, pro- I may have mentioned on this show, it might have been F5 Live, I don't remember, um, when I was dealing with the the monster luminescence it was issue, a... I was speaking uh, with the head of the 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 foreman of the manufacturing facility mm-hmm. through WeChat mm-hmm. <laughs> because that is the way they communicate. So I downloaded okay. and installed WeChat on a private device because I've never trusted WeChat <laughs> <laughs> personally. I've never trusted it, which gets it because. 
I'm a privacy person. I install as little as possible. Right. And it's a it, it is a fully Chinese owned product. Um, and Tencent basically is the government. So WeChat has its own level of of uh, concern for me. But you know, I I grabbed a device that wasn't anything. I installed it and I was talking with the guy. That's how important it is. This one, the fact that there's no turnaround on it. Mm-hmm. Not only is it banned from operate from a download in what 27 hours, uh, mm-hmm. it is also banned from operation in 27 right. hours. Right. TikTok is banned from download mm-hmm. in 27, but it's got another uh, two months before operations are banned. Right. big difference right and they're gonna and also the also they're gonna lose so basically with people to have it now because i don't i don't have it on nor do i nor do i have wechat so basically mm-hmm. if you're on tiktok right now or what have you enjoy it while you can for the next you know 24 mm. 40 Tw- well two months two months sorry you, two months. you won't be able to download it in 27 oh. hours okay um, but sorry. if you already have it downloaded Operation shut down November twelfth. Got it. Okay, I got the the but downloading. But, oper- but operations for WeChat go away Sunday morning too, right? Which is the big difference. That's why you pointing out those dates earlier on was important. Mm-hmm. September twentieth, Sunday is the right. end of WeChat in U.S. Period. Gone. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. download. Can't send money. Cannot use. Right. Uh, but TikTok, you'll still be able to use it if you already have it. Just like just like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. on iphone if you've if you've got it installed you're fine but if you don't <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole different <laughs> well interestingly tencent is also involved in uh in epic games which is why uh, okay which is why that's a fascinating situation yeah. um so so it's the exact same thing I... fortnite will work until a certain date on iphone okay. but you can't download it today which is why we talked a couple weeks ago, iPhones with Fortnite installed. We're right, going right, 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 right. <laughs> thousands of, an iPhone six with Fortnite installed was going for like twenty two hundred dollars or something. Right. Twelve thousand. Yep. There was one for twelve thousand, remember? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. I was like, that's craziness. And insane. But again, but TikTok is gonna be the same thing. You're gonna see people do the exact same thing with TikTok. It, mm. There will be phones pre-installed that people are going to try on eBay, and eBay is going to pull the listings down just like they did with the mm-hmm. with the uh, Fortnite phones. Yep. Well, I, again, um, so basically, so uh, you know, I don't want to go too too far. Down, we don't want to go down too far down the 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 uh, proverbial rabbit hole. But you know, but if anyone, you know, if you folks out, listeners and viewers um, have feel this is wrong, right? indifferent you know want to tell me to you know go pound sand <laughs> or uh or having other opinions uh, let us know um gncweekly.com forward slash connect because we're right. very interested like we we're mm-hmm. very interested in what what you guys have to say about it oh absolutely because, because it's this is going to affect people's livelihoods mm-hmm. i mean i don't think that being a TikTok influencer is really a thing, but no. so I don't, I don't necessarily care that that job is about to go away because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it provides value to the world, but um, you know, people are going to lose money. There's a lot coming here, but there's also a lot of alternates 
mm-hmm. you know, Instagram has their clone already. There's there's a number of alternates. Um, I think Engadget has a, a five uh, five WeChat replacements and five TikTok replacements that work as well or better. Uh, I think we're going to see more innovation come mm-hmm. uh, if this actually comes to fruition. Um, because I think we're going to see companies who couldn't compete before because TikTok owned the space mm-hmm. um, come in and do interesting things. Uh, you know, TikTok came about because of Musically. Musically came about because Vine failed. Um, right. And if it hadn't been for Vine failing, uh, we wouldn't have all these interesting concepts. And I think TikTok has grown to that point, to that Facebook point where mm-hmm. nobody else can get, even Google couldn't get a social network off the ground. Uh, because everybody was already at Facebook. Um, I think if TikTok goes away, I think we'll see innovation and creative ideas come about in the space. You'll see clones. You'll always see clones. Right. But I think you'll see new and interesting ideas come about too, just like what Musical.ly did when Vine went away. Mm. So it might be good. In the end, it might be good. Uh, The Chinese government won't be involved and uh, and we'll have the same or better. Uh, capabilities who knows yeah. we'll yeah. see well you know definitely things will uh we'll see you know i'm pretty sure people people will like it'll be like a, a flash in the pan and you know the, it'll move on but this will this won't go away anytime soon so no. i would like to there's gonna be lawsuits oh absolutely absolutely so what what's gonna happen with so what we're gonna do is we're gonna keep an eye on this um and um i'm pretty sure that f5 you guys uh you and even are gonna definitely um yeah definitely look uh explore this as well we we threw out the top of our rundown on sunday because sunday an I hour saw... before the show oracle announced oracle. intentions to purchase u.s operations and the chinese government after the show said nope mm-hmm. <laughs> unexpected so we talked the whole first 10 minutes of our show about Oracle buying TikTok. By the time yep. the show was over, it wasn't happening. Right. I Because I was like, it broke literally within within an hour. It was an hour. T- yeah, it was an hour, right? Within, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw almost, almost exactly an hour before we went live. And uh, so was the, the second one. The second topic that we had uh, changed. Right. Oh, um, uh, arm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nvidia buying arm that happened 90 minutes before the show. Our whole show got screwed up on yeah, so that. I know I believe, but it was good because, like, again, because when I was working on it, because what I do, you know, for us, um, I for the rundown, I gather all the news, um, you know, I in less than a couple seconds. So when I, I was doing, I was like all prepared and everything, I'm ready to go, and I'm, I was late getting this up and running. and I'll, this was my fault, and I apologize. And I'll tell you a little bit later. Um, but anyway, so when I was compiling everything together, and it was a lot of news, and I really liked trying to get everything in um, because I because because with the week's um, news, I we bring gather all the news from the week, and this and this news broke this. Um, I think it was late morning, early afternoon. I think it happened. Yeah. So um, so I'm like I was I was scrambling, and I'm like. So I was trying to shuffle things around. So I wanted to put this in the forefront because and and have and re- report it on what happened, but also discuss, you know, get our take on it, you know. And so, but we're going to keep an eye on this and uh, and um, more new, more to follow, more to, more to, more to come, <laughs> as I say. All right. 
in other news, <laughs> this was the, the supposed to be the top of this top story this week, but all right. So um, Apple yeah, had that work out for you. Right. <laughs> right. I know. Right. <laughs> all right. So the um, here's what happened elsewhere in the news. Um, now, Apple held its uh, time flies event. <laughs> you, you name for a for an event. <laughs> yeah, it was very it was very watch centric. I watch centrics. Yep. Um, but they announced um, they announced some products um, and, and services, um, not the iPhone, which comes up in well, probably next month. Um, so first, they they uh, go into the news. They unveiled a new iPad Air that looks very similar to uh, to the iPad Pro. Last year's Air has thick top and bottom bezels and a button for Touch ID. This new iPad Air has much thinner bezels all around the display. Apple says the new iPad Air will be available next month in five colors, silver, space gray, rose gold, green, and sky blue, priced from $599. Why do they always make only their low-end products in cool colors? Apple, seriously, (laughs) did you learn nothing from Nokia? We all want cool colors. (laughs) Give me that weird sky blue. I swear to God, I would. <laughs> all of my Nokia phones were in in various shades of blue. Mm. I would do it again if you guys would give me that ability. The closest they've ever done outside of their low end devices mm. is the green, which is almost not green on mm. the iPhone 11. <laughs> Well, there is a rumor flying around that that's been circulating that the the sky blue is going to be on the new iPhone, but it'll probably only be the low end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably, <laughs> but the but whatever reason I don't know I I don't have an iPhone. I haven't actually. No, I'm, excuse me. I scratched that. I have one, but it's a iPhone six um, S. Yeah, that's in gray. So. <laughs> Yeah, because there were no colors available back then. No, there wasn't. <laughs> but for some reason, I noticed a lot of people like dig either the the rose gold and not many, not many of the green. But for whatever reason, like rose gold and the silver, from what I've seen in the wild, you know, that's like the top ones. And the green was the first one to sell out on the 11 Pro. Right. Yep. Yep. Mostly so, because they didn't make many of them, but also because people are tired of black, silver, and white phones. Give me something interesting. Tablets too. Give me something interesting. Uh, so Travis, Travis. Travis Power says um, on video, um, I would get an iPhone if their high-end phones had better colors. Yeah. See. Yep. Welcome to Scott. Welcome to Scott's uh, camp. Thank you. <laughs> I have a box of candy-colored Nokia phones. I, I'm a big fan of having something that stands out. Mm-hmm. And so the iPad Air, great. I'm glad. I'm also glad that the iPad Air is not a kid's toy anymore. It's like it's a super powerful thing. It's got Apple Pencil support. It's got right. they move the touch ID to the power button, which mm-hmm. is mostly a great idea. Sometimes I want to turn the screen on without unlocking the device so maybe not the best um but it's better than still having to have a thing down at the bottom or whatever it's you know they're figuring it out um it's it's starting at six hundred dollars that's instead of like 299 omg 
That's. Yeah. But um, it worked. Here's the thing. Mm. Honest to God, this version of the iPad Air is kind of like an iPad Pro Lite. And really. That's and that's what we're going to talk with the talk on the news on the various um, tech sites um, throughout that it's similar to, to that or close to it. Yeah. Cause it's got, it's got the pencil support. Mm -hmm. It's got um, uh, the magic keyboard support. Mm -hmm. It's I basically it's an iPad pro. It's a little smaller, a little underpowered, but I mean, it's got a lot of the capabilities of the Pro. It even finally switched to USB-C. Hopefully, we will see the iPhone 12 or whatever they're going to call this next one. Right, they're um, two, but it's not yeah, going they, to happen. Yeah, that's the uh, also they're all switching to USB-C. Um, it'll support except the phone. Except the phone, right? Won't happen. Right, and it'll support 20 watt charging and 50 gigabyte data transfer. Wi-Fi six also included and. Um, Optional LTE model to be available. I think Wi-Fi six. Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi six. This mm -hmm. is one of the first devices that has consumer devices on the market mm -hmm. with Wi-Fi six. Mm -hmm. Good on them for not screwing around to switching the chipset out now and going for Wi-Fi six because it's going to make everything better. And we, we've seen Wi-Fi six in action. I uh, I did a, a VR demo entirely in Wi-Fi six and. I couldn't believe it was Wi-Fi. It is so fast. It is so stable. Um, it's massively impressive. I um, I haven't uh, purchased. I haven't gotten iPad pet at all. Um, but for I would love to. Oh, for six hundred dollars, that's that's. <laughs> I I would love to get it. But see, I have a, my my tablet that I use is an Amazon uh, Fire. Fire. And yeah, and I love it. And if I, you know, if they can bring the iPad, iPad pro costs for a little bit less, I would jump on it. But that's a lot. That's a, oh, yeah, that's it's why high quality. But ugh. honestly, it's why I tend to to stick in the in the surface space, because mm -hmm. you can get a go for like two ninety nine and it's surface pen capable. OK, <laughs> it's it, it's hard to. Hard to beat that, although Apple seems to be trying because now they've got this middle tier that's also Apple Pencil capable. So, I mean, they're get they're definitely bringing it down, right? They're bringing those capabilities down from just their pro model. Now we're seeing it in the middle. And then the next right. thing we'll see is at some point, maybe it'll come to the standard iPad, the uh, the true consumer device. Right. We'll see. Yeah, and so the other uh, news, um, they also announced the Apple Watch, uh, Apple Watch SE. Um, the device starts at uh, $279, selling models are at $329. Uh, it's available right now. Uh, also, they, um, also, the Apple Watch Series 6 um, has a built-in accelerometer, gyroscope, uh, altimeter, as well as sleep tracking, fail fall detection and hand washing detection good on that which is so funny avram and i have talked on the show so many times he wanted to do a project about how do you create a hand an automatic hand washing timer and apple came out and said here's how we did it right <laughs> hold my we, beer <laughs> we use we use the motion sensors in the watch and the microphone to listen for water to hear when it turns off 
Like, mm-hmm. wow, those are some of the things that Avram and I talked about, but he mm-hmm. wanted to do it with an Arduino that you didn't have to wear. Mm-hmm. Okay. But those were some of the things we talked about too. That's kind of cool. We were on so, the right path. Right. So, but, and I think that uh, Apple owes you guys a couple of millions of dollars. <laughs> Maybe they were listening. I can't right. imagine they listen. Considering the things we say about them, there's no way Apple listens to us. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've gotten, I don't think I've ever got, or you or probably anyone else gotten a uh, Apple press pass or an invite so <laughs> no See? they stopped they stopped inviting avram to stuff now, they only invite uh mark Spoonhour now oh jeez. <laughs> so yeah they're like we're just going to do this on the sly um other news um also they announced apple fitness plus um this is a fitness training subscription that apple claims will introduce new workout videos every week Apple Fitness Plus has also been designed to work with the Apple Watch, where you can start a workout video. It'll sync with your Apple Watch, where you're able to check your health stats on the screen, like heart rate and so on. So, for an example, if you're watching a fitness video, the trainer might ask you to check your heart rate, and the heart rate text on your screen will get bigger to highlight it. Which is a cool capability. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that was kind of missing from uh, Xbox Fitness. Um, Though, I will point out... (laughs) That we've had these things before, and they have not always succeeded, even from big companies like Microsoft. Hmm. Um, so, and Xbox Fitness had free stuff in it, and it still didn't. <laughs> it still couldn't attract people. Um, so, there's a lot of potential for failure here, hmm. but they've kind of set themselves up for a success because they've got other services on the horizon right but also too i think with the pandemic and a lot of gyms and in some areas of the country are closed so um it's a good it's a good fit um the uh, now they're announcing that it's being priced at $79.99 a month or $79.99 a year it can be found on the fitness app, fitness app. Apple Fitness Plus can be found in the fitness app on the iPhone and iPad. So I'm not really up on fitness, um, but um, but goes back to a lot of the um, Apple's really bring things home, you know, in full circle, uh, including uh, speaking of bringing things in um, full circle. If I can go back to whoops, okay, um, where this is wrapping up the Apple news. Um, we all there have been talk about the Apple bun uh, several months, and been, there's, there's been many rumors. Now they have announced that Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple News Plus, and iCloud storage is coming into combining into a Apple One bundle. There are three types of bundles, individual, family, and premiere. The individual plan gives subscribers Apple Music, Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, and iCloud Storage, 50 gigs for $14.95 a month. The family plan includes the same apps, but with 200 gig of iCloud Storage for $19.95 a month. The and premiere- But importantly is also available to more than one user. Right. The family plan. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big change for just that $5. Yes, you get four times the storage, but you can also have more people on the plan, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, your family can go in together and all get access to 
Apple TV Plus, Apple Music, Apple Arcade. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the Premiere plan gives subscribers to Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, two terabytes of iCloud storage, OMG, Apple News Plus, and the newly announced Apple Fitness plan for $29.95 a month. Fitness Plus is a um, has a is the we talked about a second ago that's um, has a, includes training um, and also the Apple One purchases come with a 30 day free trial for apps that people don't have already. This is from their press release. Customers be charged once a month for all services that are included in that bundle, and they can change or cancel the plan on any time. Um, this is what Scott alluded to earlier. Um, customers who choose either the family or premier plans can add to six family members. Apple One will be available uh, starting this fall in over 100 countries and regions. So I think this is great. Um, this that- is this is where Fitness Plus succeeds. Mm-hmm. Is through that when I, when I said they've got other subscriptions coming, this mm-hmm. is what I meant. This right. is what makes Fitness Plus a possibility because you can get uh, – you can get your whole family uh, access to their own accounts on Fitness Plus for $29 a month, up to six people, plus with uh, the iPhone SE or the, the, the Apple Watch SE, uh, you know, you can get an Apple Watch with the fitness capabilities for inexpensive and it can be they can be controlled by f- for somebody without an iPhone, which is a big new thing uh you used to have to have it paired to your own iphone but now there's this family feature so that a parent can have an se for their kid um without having to give them a phone so so now you've got fitness and the watch for far less than it would have been you know previously i think there's i think there's room for success here i don't know if there will be it might be apple tv um well, which, that's which is massively struggling. Well, but that's what that might this might fix that too, <laughs> right? Well, that's where I was going to I was going to say that um, I'm not really I don't have Apple I'm not in the Apple ecosystem or the Google ecosystem, um, and uh, slash well Amazon we'll get that in a second, um, but I can't see if I were to if I were to get be an Apple customer. I can't. We we talked about this in an earlier podcast um, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, I think, about Apple News Plus and inquiring about why would I, you know, choose the app, you know, for news when I can get there's a plethora of other um, resources and content available to me at Mm -hmm. no cost. Right. So, MSN News, for example. There you go. So, you know, and also with Apple TV Plus, again, there's not much content that I really, I saw a couple that I would wanted to see um, the morning show. I, I was uh, a big Steve Carell fan. It was um, decent. It, oh, okay. It wasn't a Steve Carell show. Right. No, I know it was, I was, but no, I know I was kind of like, I was, I was fascinated because I I love how television news works and, and everything like that. And I like guess that's I'm fascinated with that. Yeah. So there's a couple of series I wanted to see, but then, then you want to watch the newsroom from HBO seen it. and Okay, and uh, Sports Night from ABC. See that too. They're, they're okay. great shows. Great shows. Yeah, because this doesn't give you any behind the scenes. It is not realistic at all. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is the. Uh, it is definitely TV dramatization of nonsense. Right. Yeah, the the review. Yeah, the reviews from what I saw were were hit and miss. So, but for me, you know, if um to 
you know, to me for it to purchase that amount for the, the, the services, is it yeah. really worth it, worth my, my money? No. And for me, it's, it's not. So. Yeah. There were, there were two shows that I was looking forward to. One was the morning show, which was a huge disappointment. And the mm. other one was central park, which was an even bigger disappointment. Mm. <laughs> central park. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, 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 Lauren Bouchard, um, uh, Bob's Burgers, uh, home That's, movies. Okay. Uh, Lucy, daughter of the devil. That's what I was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was, sure. it was Lauren Bouchard and there was even more promised to be even more music. It was, it was, uh, well cast and yet still massively boring. Mm. How you can have Kristen Bell and, uh, Titus Burris, in a show together and make it boring is beyond me, but they figured it out. Mm-hmm. And it was, and it was boring. <laughs> oh God. I'm so bad. Mm. Let's see. There you go. All right. In other news this week, which is really exciting. And I'm definitely going to make sure that our podcast gets on it. Amazon music now offers podcasts. The company issued an update that brings more than 70,000 shows to the platform, including some major titles like Serial and Pod Save America, as well as new exclusive deals like a show with DJ Khalid called The First One, where he'll interview artists, artists about, the break, about their breakview, breakthrough hits and the story behind them. Disgraceland, a popular show from iHeartMedia, will also become exclusive to the platform starting in February 20, February 20, February 2021. Say that five times real fast. <laughs> Podcasts can be listened to through the updated Amazon Music app on the web or on Amazon Echo devices. Echo devices will search Amazon Music by default and remember where listeners left off, regardless, regardless of what platform they use to, they use to listen. Now, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Amazon will be selling ads for shows, though it's unclear that uh, DJ Khalid and other hosts will be reading ads and the paid subscribers will hear these ads um, like Spotify. Um, I have, I'm going to submit our podcast to the the Amazon Music feed. So when it is up and running, I will definitely um, let, let you know when I'll be in Amazon, when you can listen to Amazon. I mean, there's all the various podcast apps, Google, Apple, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. And you can always, and on Echo devices, you can already listen to podcasts if they're on TuneIn. Oh, there you go. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. This isn't, this isn't a huge ad um, for Echo devices, but it is a huge ad for people in the Amazon uh, ecosystem. Um, One of the concerns that I have is what, the selling ads means um, because obviously if they're selling ads on our show. Nope. Right. <laughs> um, right. All of the plug hits live shows are already listed. Mm. Um, but if they start running their ads on my show, they're coming down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. I know that with Amazon Music, I know with Prime, um, I'm trying to think, because um, I have Amazon Prime, and I think I believe I have, yeah, I do have subscriptions to Amazon Music. Yeah, I do. Um, so The full Amazon Music or the Amazon Prime Music? The Amazon 
the extra four dollars a month or yes. the one that's free with it okay it's an extra yeah yeah i'm just trying to think so i'm like i'm i'm just figuring the thing it's normally oh. 9.99 a month but if you're a prime subscriber you get it for four bucks yeah i know all kinds of things about it, these you do. yep hashtag <laughs> hashtag sponsor <laughs> yeah um yeah it's um yeah so um yeah it is um big but honestly because i'm in i am in the amazon ecosystem i use amazon play amazon music literally morning noon and night so i listen to podcasts um on podcast attic on my on my on my fire um but since this is on there you know i'm gonna through all the podcasts i listen to including mine or excuse me hours and plug us live etc and geek from central and etc 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 i'm gonna use that i'm gonna use it you know full time you know i'm i'm all i'm all in that's why i was like i was excited when i um when i saw this i'm like this is great but I forgot a uh, tune in. You can get on on the um, Echo. So you're right. I totally forgot about that. But okay, that's okay. Most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that that like I tell people all the time. I'm like, oh, you know, you can already you can listen. You can just say, "Hey, girl's name, <laughs> play Geek News Central," and it'll kick over to tune in and start playing it automatically. Okay. Um, and you know, most people don't know that. Uh, I'm, I literally tell people that all the time. Okay, good. Okay. Good. That, Cause I didn't, I knew about tune in, but I didn't know you can listen through through Amazon. Okay. So I learned something, you know, that's good enough. Cool. All right. And it, GNC, just as a, as a note, I just checked GNC is on, uh, the, the, the main GNC feed is already on here. On the Amazon? Yeah. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Great. I'm looking for us now. Okay, good. Okay. Because I checked... Um, no. Yes. Okay. Um, they sent out an email a while back. Um, oh, you're right. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's okay. Uh, it just means we weren't there for launch. It's no big deal. They're still okay. doing approvals. Good. Okay. It'd be crazy to stop. Like, well, we've already launched. No new shows. Right. <laughs> Despite the fact that there are like 300 new shows listed on Apple every day, mm-hmm. probably like some crazy, ridiculous number where it'd be crazy to go. No, nope, we've already launched. That's good. <laughs> Catalog complete. Right. <laughs> All right. Cool beans. All right. So, um, so definitely check out the other uh, podcast and uh, podcasts on, um, on Amazon. All right, other news this week. Um, AT&T CEO John Stanky, and oh, this guy's name, oh, poor guy. Said, oh, <laughs> middle school was a pain for him. <laughs> what, was his middle, what was his middle name again? I don't know. No, uh, middle school. Oh, middle school. Uh, middle school was a real pain for that poor guy. Oh, I thought you said middle, duh. <laughs> but I'm, uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm still like, my head's like kind of, all right, never mind. Okay. All right. Mean other all right, anyway. All right. He said the company may offer cell phone plans subsidized, subsidized by advertising, giving customers monthly discounts of five or ten dollars in exchange for ads on their phones. Um, he said in a interview with Reuters, quote, I believe in a segment of our customer base, when given a choice, they will take some load of advertising. Yes, some load of advertising for $5 to $10 reduction in their mobile bill. According to Reuters, Sankey said the AT&T's ad-supported phone plans could be introduced in, quote, a year or two. AT&T is already doing back-end work, and it's targeting 
targeted advertising system that could increase the value of such plans to AT&T's ad sale business. Stanky also, also he says that a planned ad-supported HBO version of HBO Max will play an important role in ad-supported phone plans, but uh, according to Reuters, he didn't offer um, for details. My whole thing is I don't, I don't care if it's a $5 discount, $10, $20. There's so, there so many ad-supported um, streaming devices, uh, streaming networks, excuse me, with Hulu, HBO Max, you know, every every platform you can think of has some type of ad supported. I don't want one on my phone. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not. You may not be the target demographic, though. You know, mm-hmm. um, it could be uh, people who currently have to have highly subsidized phones. The the ironically named Obama phone, even though. Uh, Bush is who created that program, but whatever. Mm. <laughs> I was selling phones when it came around. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, um, you know these highly subsidized uh, plans and things like that, where you only get a couple, maybe a couple hundred minutes, or you know, no choice on data, things like that. If you could find a middle ground, mm. um, you know, that could be a whole lot better for you. Um, right. And so. Uh, at C, uh, nope, not CES, a collision 2019. Uh, we interviewed a company uh, called Aero Life, um, A I R O dot life, uh, and they have a product called Be Free, which is an entirely free, uh, entirely ad supported uh, cell phone plan. Uh, initially targeted at Canada because Canadian cell phone prices make ours look affordable. Mm. Uh, and so they uh, they started with Canada, and uh, they're going to be launching down here. Um, and there's a lot of demand for it. Uh, it's not for me. Uh, I will do a review on the product when it makes it to the U.S. Um, but you know, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. But it's for a lot of people, right? It's I'm just not the target demographic. And it, with AT and T, it's the exact same thing. I'm not mm-hmm. there. I'm not the target demographic for this because, like you said, I'm inundated by enough ads every day, right? Um, including my own. <laughs> but uh, so I'm not looking for more. But you know, if it's if it makes your life a little better, makes your life a little easier. Okay, you know, there. I think there's a place in the market for it. Okay. Well, there were that- companies that had tried it before uh, without success, but. I think smartphones were too early at the time uh, to be able to pull it off. Right. And it's always cheap phones. It is always cheap phones. And that's the thing that AeroLife and maybe AT&T will fix is that AeroLife is using a, a like a, a flagship phone, like a good quality phone. They're giving you the phone. They're giving you the service. You just have ads on your, on your device. Okay. <laughs> For somebody who's usually getting a, a Samsung A series phone or a J series phone, and they can get an S or a Note, you know, that's a for free. That's a huge, huge benefit to them, possibly. And I'm just I would like to know from the folks listening or watching the live video right now, um, if you're interested in a discount for ads, it could be five dollars, it could be ten dollars more. Mm-hmm. 
you know, let us know um, gncweekly.com slash connect um, because I'm kind of curious. I know that you and I are the, you know, small exception for the moment, you know, um, but there are some people that want to save money. There are some companies that, you know, the company I work for, if you enroll in auto pay, you get, you get a discount for $5. You know, there's some people, and there's also some that will not only that, not only have the $5 discount for auto pay, but if you don't want it, if you want to go completely electronic billing, you know, you get another discount. So, I mean, $5 or, or 10, what have you, you know, may seem not much, but it helps. But um, if you can, if you can auto enroll and get five off, uh, uh, digital billing, get five off, have an ad supported phone and get five or 10 off. Hmm. I mean, you're looking at, at twenty dollars off your plan, I mean right. that could be that could be a huge difference right. in your day. So, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I think N- that, nickels and dimes can add up. Oh, absolutely, you're right. It take longer. You're absolutely right. But I think for me, and I know you. I mean, again, because I have Hulu, I I have the Hulu Premium, YouTube Premium. I have that. Um, Amazon, uh, excuse me, Amazon, excuse me, um, CBS All Access. We're going to get to the CBS All Access in a second because holy moly. <laughs> oh, this, that's just like, oh, my, that is like, oh, that's something that I'm, I'm like really like, what? <laughs> that I think I think the new name is way better. Okay, and I'm going to explain. I'm going to wonder why in a second. But we'll get that in a little bit into the video streaming news. Um, in the meantime, there's other AT&T news. Um, AT&T also has a new Netgear 5G hotspot. It's called the Netgear Nighthawk 5G Mobile Hot. The device will be available today um, for $510 or $17 per month on a 30-month installment plan. Jesus the, Christ. I, <laughs> I know. It's $100 more than the Verizon Wireless um, one. Um, the new Nighthawk will be able to access AT&T's full, G, full 5G portfolio, including its nationwide low-band service, as well as the fastest millimeter-wave 5G network that is available in parts of 35 cities. Powered by Qualcomm's Snapdragon 8 X55 mobile platform, the puck-shaped device includes a touchscreen, a 5,040 milliamp battery, and can broadcast up to 32 devices at once over the Wi-Fi 6 standard. Ports include USB-C and Ethernet if you want to connect want to connect directly to the hotspot to a device. Hotspot plans start at 15 gigs of data for $60 a month or 35 gigs of data, I know, for $85 a month. Um, you can save ten dollars per month if you want to sign up for automatic payments and paperless billing. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> about saving money, uh, there is, however, an overage fee of ten dollars for each additional two gig of data. But if you go over the chosen allotment, um, so <laughs> wow, great device. But it goes back to five G is not available in a lot of areas. But yeah, whoa. Okay, so. Wow. Here are our big ups. Mm-hmm. One, it's Netgear. Two, it's Nighthawk branded. Netgear does not put that brand on things lightly. Nighthawk is their like super powerful high-end devices. <laughs> um, so that's impressive that they've that they've put the Hawk brand on there. Um Wi-Fi 6, 
Hooray. Um, and Hardwire, which was one of the things that we were excited about. And the the, the one from Verizon had USB-C. This one also has Ethernet. Mm-hmm. So now I don't have to bridge. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> um, so, so you could literally Ethernet to a switch if you wanted to and have multiple devices hardwired onto it, which is pretty cool. Um, it would be crazy. I mean, it's it'd be stupid expensive real quick. Mm. 35 gigs of data disappears. Uh-oh. I mean, I, I do that in a day <laughs> from just one computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that can, that can disappear pretty quick, but 30, uh, 35 gigs at 85 a month. That's a lot of money. There's a lot of downs here. The device sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. The service isn't ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, because it's um, it's only in you know here in New Jersey, you know, there's zero, um, and other parts of the area and um, in PA, I don't I don't think there's any. No, I don't think there is any. So, but yeah, but when I saw, but it's great. the good stuff is only in 35 cities and right only in parts in parts right keyword parts exactly yeah. verizon can't cover an entire football stadium right because with it's the good in, stuff because it's in, <laughs> because <it's> in parts <laughs> yeah yeah and by parts they mean the concession stands and not the bathrooms right because that is how how uh, poorly the installation in the NFL arenas has gone. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there's no people in the NFL arena, so it doesn't right. matter. Right. That was a lot of expense for nobody to be there. Mm-hmm. Wah. <laughs> I like your noise better. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Apparently, they used to do that to Abram at a laptop mag all the time when he'd tell a joke that didn't land. <laughs> <laughs> the entire staff would get him with a wah, wah. <laughs> oh, Sheree is mean and I love her. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Excellent. All right. In other news this week, and this is from um, Geek News Central and contributing editor Jen Thorpe, who's reporting that Sony announced that PlayStation 5 will launch in November. The price starts at $399 for the PS5 Digital Edition. And four hundred ninety nine dollars for PS Five with a Ultra HD Blu Ray disc drive. Um, this puts uh, the PlayStation Five slightly higher um, than Mike Microsoft Xbox S, which is priced at two ninety nine. Starting on, however, the- however, yeah. it's mm. important to note in that difference mm. that the Xbox Series S is a lower powered device and all digital mm-hmm. versus the PS Five all digital which is the same device without the optical drive. Mm-hmm. So that $100 price difference is uh, we talked last week about the possibility of a of a series V or some sort of a middle right, tier. Yep. This is that series V. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so they don't have an S, an equivalent of an S. They have an equivalent of a device that hasn't been announced and may not exist that elusive series v right uh, so so, they are, so that's important there mm-hmm. is not an underpowered device like there is in the series s they're both high powered devices one doesn't have an optical drive mm-hmm. and that's the do, only difference between them 
Right. And also with uh, the um, the two different consoles, either digital only or um, disc-based disc -based version. Um, so, and uh, the global rollout will continue on November 19th with launches throughout the world, rest of the world, including Europe, Middle East, South America, Asia, and South Africa. And I saw a report um, earlier this afternoon that um, that they, the pre-order sold out at Walmart. Everywhere. Within okay. Okay. within about a half hour, mm -hmm. um, all the pre-orders for everybody were sold out. Uh, Amazon, uh, and we'll talk about this on the show this week probably, mm -hmm. um, Amazon oversold their pre-orders. I saw um, them. And they sent out an email to people saying, you may not get it on the 12th. Mm. People are pissed. Mm -hmm. But this is this is the same kind of a disaster of a rollout as what Apple did this week with iOS 14, where they didn't give anybody a heads up. They're like, hey, by the way, um, uh, tomorrow you'll be able to get iOS 14. And developers were like, what? <laughs> you give us you always give us a weak heads up. <laughs> we're not ready. Sad story. Tomorrow, uh, this is the same thing. They, it sounds like they kind of almost sprung this even on the retailers. They're like, hey, by the way, uh, today, <laughs> uh, pre-orders go into effect. And everybody's like, what? How many are we getting? Shh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so everybody put these pre-orders up at staggering times. You know, uh, uh, Walmart had theirs up first and sold out almost immediately. Then Amazon had theirs up twice which was the problem i think the second one was a mistake uh, best buy gamestop gamestop sold out uh, almost before the page was up <laughs> um, but they were all staggered they started at different times it was just an absolute disaster of rollout and i think the actual availability is going to be worse i don't think if you didn't pre-order it i don't think you're getting one this year if you weren't in that first 30 minutes i don't think you're getting one in 2020 yikes that's, that's that's my prediction. If it's okay. supposed to come out November 12th and Amazon's already sell, saying we oversold ours, no way in another 30 days they'll have enough stock to put them in on shelves. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a way it's possible. I think if you didn't get a pre-order, you're not getting one this year. Well, like I said, I'm I'm not much I have been, I want to get yeah, I was leaning towards if it was me, definitely I would jump on the Microsoft. I mean, with Sony, you know, but uh, I just, uh, it's tempting, but I, you know, but I like what I see. I like, you know, what the Xbox is offering, you know, so if I was going to jump in the gaming, gaming world for me, I would definitely, um, I would definitely get into the, um, get into uh, microsoft all right um so there's other news this week i'm gonna uh put in the, in the show notes um because we're gonna we're we're not gonna be running long yeah. um so there's um news from um about um uh google uh, sony announcing a new xperia um there's a new google fiber plan <laughs> raise your hand if you knew sony was still making xperia phones <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked to find that out. Yeah, and I was going to purchase one, but I wasn't. But <clears throat> but I'm not really happy because there's their up their OS updates and everything else are very come non-existent. So, um, so there's also news on from uh, from Google Fiber. 
Um, Comcast is uh, providing Wi-Fi to low-income students. Awesome. Um, here. Uh, Amazon is opening more than uh, more than 1,000 small warehouses. Amazon is also set to announce new devices. Um, so they also uh, showed off their Blimp drone delivery service. Mm -hmm which is terrifying to watch if you've seen the video. <laughs> I saw that. It definitely looks like an alien invasion. Yep. And I get there was a lot of talk of that. People that I work with were saying, did you see that video? And I'm like, yeah, I saw that video. <laughs> yes, it's terrifying. <laughs> those people are going to shoot those things out of the sky for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, also, um, in the news, um, Lyft uh, is um, offering half-price rides to the polls. Um, they, did, this, they did this last time too. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great right. thing. Yep. Also, Uber wants to help you register to vote um, and also wants to feed you as well. There's a big banner in Uber Eats uh, mm -hmm. that says that with a link to register to vote. Yep. They're, they're big on this. Yeah. And I'll have the, uh, the link, um, all the show notes and the show notes. For, we'll, ha we'll have a link in the show notes for all the news stories this week. Um, so, uh, in video streaming news, this is what we're going to talk about um, finishing up the week. Uh, <laughs> CBS All Access will become Paramount Plus um, early next year as Viacom CBS is, wants to take all their series under a single streaming banner. Uh, this is a it's a showing from being reported that it's signaling the culmination of a on-again, off-again relationship between Viacom and CBS, both of which have been operating Prioritary streaming platforms before finally merging in 2019. I wrote, I wrote a timeline of the relationship between CBS and Viacom when they came together last year. Mm -hmm. It is the weirdest back and forth relationship between two companies I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. You're right. <laughs> They're together. They're apart. Viacom owns CBS. CBS owns Viacom. We're gonna spin. Uh, outdoor advertising off to its own division, to its own company. We're going to call it CBS Outdoor. Nope, we're going to call it Viacom Outdoor. Oh, we're going to buy it back again. We're going <laughs> to... Oh my God. Make a decision. And I think this signals that they've made a decision. Yep. And I'm not really... I, I See, I have CBS All Access under Amazon Prime, and Paramount already has a network... <laughs> Paramount Network mm -hmm. is all, used to be Spike TV, which used to be Esquire Network, which used to be uh, back in the day. Oh, oh, I can't remember the name of the other network. Oh, it's been so long. Was it um, G4? G4. That's it. That's it. G4. You're right. I knew that name was going to come to me eventually. It has been. I mean, it's like, so this is like, why could it? Why would I mean, it, to me, it's like, not, I guess it's confusing to me. You know, when there's a Paramount network and I'm like, if I go to Paramount Plus, I'm thinking that's going to be Paramount Network. <laughs> well, so so here's here's what I think has happened. Mm. First, CBS All Access makes it sound like it's only CBS content, which it's not. No. And, mo and, and most young people hear CBS and think old people. So right. their target demographic has not been interested in the platform because mm -hmm. of its name. Mm -hmm. uh, CBS All Access sounds like TV shows for old people, whereas <laughs> Paramount, people right. hear the name Paramount and they think films. Mm -hmm. They think right. they think 
big name, big budget films, including the Star Trek films. Right. So, so the name Paramount, I think, weighs better than the name CBS uh, in their target demo, which is young people. Because okay. CBS sounds like shows for old people. It's NCIS. Mm. I'm not interested in watching NCIS. My dad mm. does. I'm mm. not interested in that. Right. <laughs> uh, but and and therein lies the problem. Sure, CBS gained a little bit away from that with the Big Bang Theory, but that's gone, and the image has reverted right back to what it used to be. <laughs> so. So putting it under the Paramount name and then bringing, starting to bring, bring in the other products under the family, the Viacom products, mm. I think that's a great idea. It's what Disney has been doing with Disney Plus slash uh, Hulu is bringing all of the Disney and Fox brands, the Lucasfilms, the Marvel, all of the brands that Disney owns under a single or a pair of umbrellas. Um, and that's what viacom is trying to do here okay why have and i said probably nine months ago that there when when these two came together i told abram cbs all access changes names i don't know what it becomes mm. but i bet comedy central uh and and bet and <laughs> all of those other brands that viacom owns will all come under one umbrella. I wasn't expecting Paramount to be the name. I suspected that it might have been Viacom, but it is what it is. They chose a right. name, and I think it's better than CBS. I think just about any name for the demographic is better than CBS. And I guess maybe, too, in hindsight, is 2020, you know, Paramount is Paramount. Like, the more you know. Ding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, the word itself even means better than bigger it, than it's it's exactly so it's name recognition and you know and for the longest time and we're speaking about old people um mtv back in the day i didn't know for the longest time i didn't know that cbs owned them because i because it was under well viacom yeah. owned them sometimes Sorry. cbs was involved See, there and that's where they, <laughs> <laughs> and hence the hence the confusion yeah so see so and i and it was from what i understood mtv networks back in the day was mtv networks that owned bh1 and nickelodeon nickelodeon comedy central comedy central right so but then and then viacom then, picked up picked mtv up. networks <laughs> and so then viacom owned that mm -hmm. which meant that they had all these other networks bet mm -hmm. for example that right. that weren't that hadn't originally been part of mtv but all got to work together mm -hmm. uh and so all of that content now gets to come under a Disney Plus style service, mm. whether it be Viacom or CBS or Paramount. Um, it can all be housed. Showtime. God, Showtime, I think, is in there. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep, Showtime is in there. Yep. So they could put Showtime back catalog shows uh, under Paramount Plus, or they can get rid of Showtime now. Go. Whatever it's called, that's not a great sign. I have no idea what it's called. That's when you know that that uh, streaming fatigue has kicked in. This mm -hmm. is my job, and I have no idea what CB what Showtime streaming service is called. <laughs> it's it's just Showtime. Is it just Showtime? It's just Showtime. I, yeah, I thought there used to be a, a like a thing, like a tag after it. But whatevs. Um, maybe maybe it'll be like HBO Max, where 
even even the actual showtime proper could fall under it. I mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of potential. And when you when you factor in Pluto TV, the idea that right. the company will have a peacock style service where some content is free and other stuff falls behind the paywall. Mm-hmm. It's working real well for Comcast. <laughs> right. Well, also too, well, what they well they have with Comcast, excuse me, with NBC Universal, they have Peacock. So that's I mean, yeah, that's what I was saying. With Peacock, you've got a free tier, you've got two paid tiers. Mm-hmm. With this, you've got Pluto, which is a free tier. Then you could have Paramount Plus, possibly with one or two tiers, uh, just like just like Comcast has with uh, with Peacock. I think it could be a real success. Yeah. And I gotta still have to. That reminds me, I have to still. I know I have it downloaded. No, excuse me, I do have it downloaded at per recommendation from you. So I am. Yep, I have it. Which, which, by the way, uh, officially uh, available coming to Roku. Yep, I saw that too. I saw that too. Announced announced today after Comcast said that they would pull all of the Comcast apps from Roku if they couldn't have Peacock, which Mm -hmm. meant NBC was going to go away. And Roku's like, nope, nope, nope. You peacock, come on. Whoop. <laughs> right. And that's what part of, and that was part. And you know what? That was part. And I was working when I was working on a lot, I was working on a lineup, and that was part of the that was going to include that. And by it is just uh too much stuff this week. Crazy week. Stuff, crazy week, crazy week, crazy week. But there's there's no way that you can talk about the idea of a multi-tier Paramount Viacom service without talking about the thing that has has made that a success recently mm-hmm. and that peacock yep it's because because hulu didn't make it work mm-hmm. yahoo video didn't make it work right but peacock has made it work in fact it's thriving right now which is why there was no way that roku wasn't going to let it um that they were going to let it get away from them um so you know the idea that that viacom could go the same direction and you know have have pluto maybe bring pluto tv under the umbrella and make it the free tier and then have a a paid or two paid tiers above with and without ads just like what peacock is doing i i think there's a lot of potential there yep definitely and i would love to see you know with cbs all access because they have some really good um that because i i I watched a few things on there like um there's a program a title called uh, excuse me called tuning out the tuning up the news and it's about the about um what's been going on with with trump and biden and what have you if you haven't seen it i i highly recommend it's really funny um all right very good all right um next up in do you need your do you need help with your tech this week um over on and i'm going to pull up my screen there we go all right over on the best um on androidcentral.com the best video editor for android you can word it to record and edit record and edit videos right from your phone and again there's a honking ad Oh, I can't stand these pop-up ads. Oh my goodness, I'm all for ads, but my goodness. Um, so the, I agree. <laughs> I mean, look at this. I agree. Adobe Premiere Rush as number one. Absolutely. Yep. I have that, yep. that downloaded also. Uh, Danielle and I literally used Adobe Premiere Rush uh, at CES 2019 to po- to film and edit the video when we were giving away stuff uh, for subscribing on social media. Mm-hmm. Rush is what we use to edit it. 
it is so close to using proper Premiere that I could not believe it. It it felt so familiar. So if you are an, a video editor mm. already, Premiere Rush will feel so familiar. You'll be pissed off because you're dealing with a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can't wait to use Premiere Rush on my new phone with the stylus. I bet that would be a whole lot better. Yeah. And there's, um, they mentioned that Kinemaster. Um, this is, if you're watching the video, there's, I'm just going list of here. Um, there's our option, Viva Cut, Power Director, which I've used, and uh, it's okay. Um, it is just as good on the phone as it was on the computer, mm-hmm. which is not saying a lot. <laughs> it does get the job done if you're in a pinch, but <sighs> yep. you're not going to spend all day in it. I mean, you are, but not because you want to. Oh, yeah. I don't know why it's not. YouTube says no. Yeah. Possibly because of screen share. YouTube might mm-hmm. be blocking that now. Mm-hmm. And key, in, insert wah wah. Uh huh. <laughs> and finally. I have two sound effects on this board that I don't know what they are. I feel like one of them is something similar, but I'm not going to play either of them because I don't know what they are. <laughs> And finally, this week, uh, there is a, whoop, go back here, a team led by researchers at the Singapore University of Technology and Design figured out how to 3D print with milk by turning powder milk into ink. Going back to food. I was just reading that before the show. <laughs> they printed like a little couch. Yes, they printed like a couch. And I'm going to pull up the uh, video right now. Just give me a sec. There we go. It's so cool. Why they made what is essentially a chocolate couch is beyond me, but Mm -hmm. it's better than the tooth or whatever is next to it. (laughs) I don't know that I want an edible tooth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's this. I, I don't know what C is. C is a a fetus or something. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up one more here. Oh, 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 there we go. Yeah. And D is a um, maybe a gear. It looks maybe. a little bit like like one of those wheel shaped uh, pastas, <laughs> but I think E is trying to explain uh, the mysteries behind the pyramids. So. Mm-hmm. The ancient alien guys would appreciate E. And uh, F looks like a bento box. <laughs> which I'm not going to lie is pretty cool. I'm I'm all for F. That's the one. That's the one for me. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's already food related. Right. As opposed to the tooth. I don't know what B is supposed to be. Honest to God. That is so weird. It looks like it, a tooth. It does look like a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. And um, they, the researchers had a goal of developing a milk, milk, prod, milk printing process that wouldn't require heating the daily product up and destroying some of its key nutrients. They also wanted to avoid adding stabilizers that would be needed for most colder methods of 3D printing. The team, let me go back to the, there we go. We're going to go to the couch here. <laughs> the team published a study in RSC Advances on its recipe for milk, milk ink, 
which involves judiciary, judiciary mixing powdered milk with water to get the right consistency for making 3D objects at lower temperatures. The researchers tested out by sexually printing a tiny sofa, which you're seeing right now on video, or if you're listening on listening on audio, a clover leaf, a fortress, a cone, and a wheel. So I think okay, the, okay. I, I a think clover that, leaf. So the tooth must be the clover leaf, right? A fortress, fortress is the maybe this. Got it. Yeah, maybe gotta be the fetus. <laughs> fetus and. The wheel. The it, wheel you know, is here. That makes I, sense. I was thinking yeah. a gear. So, yeah. Same general idea. Same general idea. Yeah. I was seeing teeth because of the 3D printing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But they don't They don't address ENF at all? No. They don't address no. the pyramid or the bento box? No. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the pyramid is filled with chocolate, which right. I think would satisfy the ancient alien guy. Uh, <laughs> with the bizarre name that I will never be able to pronounce. And um, the bento box would make just about anybody happy. That's right. I know that's not, can't possibly be what that's supposed to be, no. but it's all I can see. It right. absolutely looks like a bento box. But Scott, this is something that, you know, um, again, the, you know, with the, I want a 3d segment. print with milk. I want a 3d <laughs> print with milk right now. There I would like to know what printer they used and I am mad that I am not doing it right now that we are spending our time doing this instead. Honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honest to God. I want to be 3d printing with milk. That is the dumbest sentence I've ever said in my life. And this was the episode for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Mm -hmm. Like back what is their goal? What? Back. Like Why? Did they think, you know what we need to do? We need to make a couch out of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand it's tiny. I get it. I know it's tiny. Mm -hmm. It's not like you can't go sit on it. I get that. Right. It definitely looks like it's made out of ramen noodles, though. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very prickly looking. See your reaction, and that's why I like this. You know, like your reaction. That's mine was mine was last week. Yours was last week. What the what the what the what the? <laughs> if you missed the last episode, go to the tail end of the episode so you want to listen to I it. Forgot about that. <laughs> so thank you. You said thank you for that. So I'm saying thank you for the. Uh... <laughs> The, thank you for the sofa. <laughs> the 3D printed milk fetus. Milk fe <laughs> <laughs> That's not oh, a fortress. No, what, no, a no, no, no. what a lie. What a lie. We got robbed. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, it's if anything, it is a cat curled up. Yeah. You know, like when there's like when you see a cloud and you look at see what's it, you know the what's the shape of it could be an, it could be like an elephant or sure. so, so this is like the best if you're watching the live video and if you're wanna know and, and or you know one give us a guess on excuse me, give us a guess on what those uh images are. It is a <laughs> it is a three D printed milk. Rorschach test. <laughs> <laughs> 
what do you see? Well, I see a tooth. <laughs> It'll detect how smart, how smart the dumb you are. <laughs> it's like, okay, so so when Apple sent out their invites for the event uh, yesterday, uh, it had this weird swirly thing on the invite. I saw that. I saw that. And uh, there were whole threads going around trying to uh, figure out what it was. And the general consensus was that it was a person in the fetal position. <laughs> and once you've been told that and you see the image again, you're like, oh, my God, that is a person in the fetal position. <laughs> I can't see anything but that now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is good. I don't want you. I don't, I don't want you, you or anyone getting haunted by <laughs> by a uh, <laughs> by a by chocolate. <laughs> 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 a white chocolate fetus. <laughs> or, or some sort of a ramen noodle tooth. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh my goodness. This is the the weirdest wrap up to a show. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that, that we're doing this this is the best i've never laughed more harder i never laughed more harder oh my god i never laughed more harder uh well i'm glad that the um the white chocolate fetus could accomplish that for you it wasn't the, it was it just that was like that was like that to see that really just like just bring it home and the inquisitive mind that you have, which I love. <laughs> you know, one of one of the early things that was done with 3D printers was taking um, sonogram results and 3D printing uh, a, a model of the baby. So if that's one of the first things that regular 3D printing was used for, why wouldn't it be one of the first things that milk printing would be used for? If it's used for in this and if it's used for <laughs> it's it's used for, you know, it would be kind of cool and weird if it's if they're using this printer to do that to design a baby and oh <laughs> here here Here's um here's a 3D model of your baby. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We're I don't want to go off on the rails now because then it's oh, we're gonna be <laughs> we're heading that direction, friend. Yep. <laughs> we had off um, on the rails earlier. The idea the that this is not work. already gone out of control. Right. That you think that there's more, and there is, there definitely uh, is, but that we've already lost control of yeah, ourselves. We lost, we lost, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that no, I no, that's something that we were going off the rails in the beginning. Was that we're going to bring it home, going off the rails at the end. So it's, it's all right. It's gone. <laughs> oh my goodness again that got, that's why you gave me you said thank you for my for my my witta, witta, witta. i'm gonna give you thank you for the chocolate fetus <laughs> favorite sentence of the week there you go i think that'd be the i'm gonna time. give you i'm gonna thank you for the chocolate fetus <laughs> <There you go. laughs> i'm gonna tweet that with no context good <laughs> 
good. <laughs> and if you have any suggestions, <laughs> suggestions on what that image is, um, let us know. Let us know. GNCweekly.com slash GNCweekly.com slash connect. And that is the tech news for this week, for a crazy week of tech news. Thank goodness. For, thank Right. For Friday, September 18th, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode and beginning the rails and going off the rails in the beginning and the end <laughs> show notes from this week's episode can be found at GNCweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com and be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at GNC G okay at geeknewscentral.com slash live oh my goodness for the geeknewscentral.com podcast and then be sure to watch and tune in at gncweekly.com slash live friday evenings at 8 p.m eastern time so please be sure to like and subscribe to gnc wir channel on youtube we really do appreciate it you can enjoy a lot of this content a lot more <laughs> or be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app including amazon and be sure to tune in with Scott and Abram Pilch on FI Refreshing Technology Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, Eastern time at pluggitslive.com slash join us. Comments on this week's episode, including the <laughs> on... okay? Yeah, I'm okay. You're going to be able to make it? I'm able to make it. <laughs> Comments on this week's episode um, on all the stuff that's been going on. Love to hear from them. Um, head on over to gncweekly.com forward slash connect. I mean, connect via email, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Kirk Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at Plug It's Live. Till the next episode of GNC Week in Review. So long. Ciao.